Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 282. The harder they fall. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Corral. Nice. <laughs> For now? I said Corral. Oh, wow. I see what you did there. It was a Western joke. Yep. <laughs> that was good. Was it? <laughs> uh, I, I was not uh, quick enough on the draw for it, apparently. <laughs> Well, uh, you might have also gotten shot in the face. I might. What is that a joke? Spoiler. <laughs> that was uh, that was real sad. I did. I did not care for that. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, that guy sort of had it coming, but still, not not sportsmanlike not, not, conduct. It is it is very poor conduct, uh, and and I don't know that he had it coming, but yeah, I mean he needed to be taken down a notch. Not to, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, he, he no, I guess nobody nobody has getting shot in the face coming really. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some 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 people do. Now that I think about do, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this movie had getting shot in the face coming. How about that? Uh. Yeah, you know, yeah. This movie is uh, full of moral gray areas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one is outright evil. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think even even the uh, the the person who uh, we think is just evil, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ends up not you know being being more complicated. Yeah, I uh, did not see that coming. No, didn't see that coming at all. Um, and and uh, still not entirely sure how I feel about that reveal. But uh, <laughs> you know, not 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 you know in any kind of uh, character based way, but just as a storytelling thing. Sure, it's it was it was very late in the game. Yeah, for that reveal to come. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also don't care for uh, the two major black characters being related. Of course they were. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, why do all the black characters have to be related? <laughs> it's a real, real Rise of Skywalker situation here. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, you made me choke. Oh, no. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. 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 <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. It was funny. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. See how the show's <laughs> gonna go tonight. Hmm? I said I can see how the show's gonna go tonight. Yeah. Yep. We're really doing good. The harder they fall. The harder they fall. It's a western. It is a western. 
We we uh we don't do many westerns. We don't. I'm I I tend to think of myself as not a fan of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also I feel like whenever I do watch a western, I enjoy it. <laughs> so so I don't know I don't know why I have this weird aversion to it. I... Maybe it's, is it, if it's horses. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they are scary and they're hard to draw. So you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, for one, am deathly allergic. So, are you really? Oh yeah. Uh, when I was like five years old or so, uh, the the daycare center that that uh, my parents uh, you know uh, shuffled me off to, uh, they they brought in a horse one day for all the kids to ride in the parking lot. Uh, and I pet the horse, and then my face swelled shut. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, uh, not not a fan. I, I never think of, like, you think of people being allergic to dogs and cats, but I guess I never sure. never think of people being allergic to other, other animals, especially not horses. That's because, you know, I mean... You know, you go to, you know, somebody's house, they, they might have a cat or a dog, and you might be allergic, because, yeah. you know, I mean, cats and dogs are common. Uh, right. Nobody has a horse just, you know, laying in their kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I hope not. They could have a, a mini pony, <laughs> uh, as, as we saw last week in <laughs> Black Narcissus. Oh, I had forgotten about that until this moment. <laughs> And it just brought me a visual and joy. That's People my just joy ride, of the week. Just riding him around the house. Yep. Stepping <laughs> off with ease. It's like they're not even there. Exactly. <laughs> what is the benefit? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a conversation from last week. Yes, it is. Listen to <laughs> all of our episodes. Please, please do. We, we've... We litter these with callbacks. You really get a lot more out of every episode if you've listened to the whole thing. Like, yeah. it's fine. It's fine standalone, but it's better if you know the continuity. <laughs> At least, I mean, I try to make sure that, that they're accessible, that every episode is accessible. <clears throat> I do, too. But then also, you know, there are extensive notes. True. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but just for us. Yeah, like like if somebody were to do the the annotated viewmasters, it would be incredibly long. It, yes, yes, uh, that's why we don't wish it upon anybody. Right. I mean, but if you want to, you know, let us know, and, yeah. and we'll we'll ask we'll, why. We'll we'll ask why, and then we will, uh, you know, pay you with exposure. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Oh, it's the best currency there is. Uh, aside from crypto. Social media age. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll pay you in NFTs. <laughs> Nifty frilly trinkets. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, the harder they fall. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, so, you know, 20 minutes ago when you mentioned <laughs> something about not liking westerns. <laughs> We've only been recording for eight minutes, sir. <laughs> Your hyperbole will not stand. 
I I feel pretty much the same way you do. Uh, although I think I've I have come around to the fact that maybe I do like westerns. Uh, but there is a bias, like you know, in my brain uh, about westerns, and, and I don't know what it is because, like you said, every time I wind up watching one, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I do feel maybe I don't you know you're a little bit younger than I am, but but we both grew up in an age where you know. Uh, what you got on TV is pretty much what you had. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, there is a distinct memory for me, at least of, of Saturday and Sunday afternoons where there'd just be like an old Western on TV and they'd be pretty slow and pretty boring and not great. And, and, you know, also filled with, you know, white people playing red face. Right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, which, of course, you know, we didn't know at the time, but uh, and so, you know, maybe there is that sort of baked in kind of, you know, cheesiness and association with it. Uh, but I would definitely say most modern Westerns I've seen have all been at the very least very entertaining. Yeah, you know, as as you talk about it i i do wonder if it's just that sort of childhood bias of like well i would i would much rather be watching cartoons or anything else (laughs) than whatever this old dusty this old dusty tv show or movie is right and 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 i'm sure part of it too is like yeah you know they they make fewer westerns now than they used to they used to make a ton of them because they were cheap right and and so you know the quality was all over the place but now it's you know when when we do watch a western it's usually pretty good because they don't make as many of them anymore so that's probably that's probably part of it i don't know or it could just be could just be recency bias who knows uh, i mean you know i'm I'm not gonna deny that definitely plays a part for me uh in certain things uh, like I find it incredibly hard to read older comics uh, anymore, at least anyway, uh, because you know there is a lot of newer, higher quality things out there. Uh, <clears throat> so, so yeah, I, I think that may play a factor, and, and you know, you certainly bring up a very good point that you know, the, you know, westerns are kind of rare these days. Uh, so, so maybe they, you know, just take extra care to make them. I don't know. I'm not sure. And also, you know, they don't have the same four backlots that they're using for every single one either. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're actually shooting on location and in, in some of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the, one of the earlier scenes in this movie, uh, uh, the scene where, uh, Fuck, I can't remember character names. <laughs> oh, I I'm just gonna tell you right now, I don't I barely <laughs> know. I'm trying to think of both of the lead characters' names and I'm coming up short right now. <laughs> uh if you're talking about uh Jonathan Majors, he played Nat Love. Okay. 
if you're including uh, Idris Elba as the co-lead, yes, uh, then he was Rufus Buck. Rufus. Okay, I knew it was Buck because because uh, say Buck a whole lot towards the end of the movie. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and then Stagecoach Mary. Yes, that's Zazie Beats. Yep. And uh, I don't remember the name of something Sadie, maybe. Uh, uh, Treacherous Trudy is Trudy. The King. That's right. Yes. Uh, but uh, gosh, um, Cuff Cuffy. Cuffy is yeah the the uh, uh, trans uh, cowboy. Me? I'm I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, at least. Yeah, you know, as close as as you can get to that, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, considering the the time period this is set. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. The, the okay, so Bill Pickett, uh, played by uh, Eddie Gathegi. Okay. Uh, is he the sh- the sharpshooter? He's the sharpshooter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and uh, Jim is uh, our, our quick draw guy. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, the scene where they are ambushing the the Buck gang uh, to steal their money uh, early on, and it's like in, in like a canyon area. Yeah. Uh, during that scene, I was thinking, boy, this is a movie I wish I could see at a theater. Yeah, yeah, I bet that would have been really cool. Just the the way that the sound echoed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just the, the visuals for sure. It's really beautifully shot. It really is. Uh, and yeah, the whole movie looks great. Uh, and, and it does look like they shot on location at, uh, you know, at least a good majority of it. The, the like kind of final showdown or some of the towns, uh, seem a little, uh, set. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, especially when they go to Maysville, <laughs> Oh right, they built they built just like a street corner for that basically, and that was it. Yep, <laughs> it, it's a white town. It, it is literally a white town. The whole place is white. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I I loved every, every time uh, every time the Buck Gang showed up because uh, they're called the Crimson Hood Gang. Yeah. Uh, and every time they showed up, I just thought of the Red Hood gang. Or Red Hood in general. <laughs> and I was like, well, when is one of these guys going to fall into a vat of chemicals? I mean, come on. That was uh, Damon Wayne's Jr. He was going to be uh, the guy that did that. <laughs> uh, all right, I can see it. I'm, I'm watching a, a Damon Wayne's Jr. Joker movie. <laughs> It's got to be better than uh, the other Joker movie, right? <laughs> I haven't seen that one, so I don't know. Eh, trust me. <laughs> okay, speaking speaking of uh, Zazie Beats. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot she was in that. <laughs> <laughs> she would probably rather you forget she was in it as well, I would guess. Probably. Uh, very strong uh, domino callbacks, though, in this uh, in this movie. Yes, yeah, especially uh, I liked how she used all of her luck powers throughout the movie. Well, there was that for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, but when when she first comes on screen, she has like a, a white circle around one of her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I uh, thought of that as well. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, unfortunately, that led into a musical number, and that's when I checked out of this movie entirely. <laughs> Is that when you went to sleep, or that's just when you decided you hated it? <laughs> that's when I decided I hated it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> No, I, you know, when that came on, I was like, oh, Eric's not going to like this. <laughs> but it was over pretty quick. Yeah, quick is relative, but... Uh, <laughs> I know for you it felt like an eternity. Yeah. Uh, no, it was fine, I guess. <clears throat> if... Alright, so, uh, just just down to brass tacks here. Uh, I thought this movie was pretty good. Uh, could have been like 45 minutes shorter. It was very long. Yeah, I texted you when I started it <laughs> to, to, to note the length of it because I was not expecting it to be uh, two hours and 15 minutes long. But, yeah. uh, you know, as as I was watching it, I was trying to think of like, I don't know that I would cut anything personally like like i like just even even the scenes that the the pacing of it feels very deliberate to me like there there are scenes that definitely play out slow but i think that's on purpose i i feel like you you really get sort of immersed in what's going on as a result and and you know it 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 flew by for me you know, even if there were points where I was like, God, how is there still half an hour of this movie left? Like, I swear we're at the end. <laughs> but like, I, I never, I never felt myself like complaining. It was more impatience than like, oh, this is boring or, or just get on with it. It was mostly just, just me knowing that you were waiting for me to be done watching the movie and being <laughs> like, I got to speed this up. Can I watch this at one and a half speed? I don't know. <laughs> I I I don't know. I felt like there was a chunk in the middle that just really dragged. Uh, like when when uh, the the Nat Love gang like reconvenes after his false arrest and like starts setting their plan in motion, like just before they uh, confront uh, Buck. Uh, and they meet up with uh, the the former sheriff of Redwood. Yes. Yeah, uh, I felt like there was that chunk that that just really slowed things down. Uh, and then when uh, uh, Mary winds up going to Redwood by herself, and essentially becomes a damsel in distress uh, yeah. for the majority of the rest of the movie, <laughs> uh, which I did not care for. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Just a lot of that felt like it was just really dragging. Uh, but I, I did enjoy the movie for the most part. Uh, other than that, uh, like I said, I, I do feel like it could have been tightened up. Uh, but uh, the the thing that I think bothered me the most was the needle drops. There were there were copious needle drops in this movie for yeah. sure. Uh, and when your needle drop starts with, like, somebody introducing the song. <laughs> Aww. Like, like, like when there's someone on a stage 
whenever this song was recorded and is introducing it, maybe cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, so I watched part of the movie with closed captions on, Uh um, and, and I know you watch pretty much everything with captions on, right? Yep. So like the, the music, the music was intrusive uh with the captions on for sure like Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't need the music to be closed captions (laughs) like i just want the dialogue closed captioned it's fine but like i I don't need you to tell me when a song starts or you know the title of the song i guess it's it's nice but also uh like if i'm using closed captions because i can't i can't hear then like i don't care what the song is like, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Th- th- there are, you know. <laughs> so so uh, I've been watching the leftovers. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before on the show. Yes. Uh, and I've I've just started season three. And and speaking of uh, Regina King. Yes. Uh, so far, the only episode that she's shown up in in season three uh, is when uh, uh, Carrie Coon's character goes to visit her. Uh, and they go and jump on a trampoline, uh, and then a Wu Tang song starts playing. Right, and, and the caption has like the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I kind of enjoy that. All right, that's fair. <laughs> but but I, uh, otherwise, I do totally get your points. You know, yeah, I do not need to. Uh, have the captioning explained to me that, uh, you know, uh, music is playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Romantic piano music plays. Yeah, ominous sting. <laughs> <laughs> music intensifies. Right. <laughs> Though, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is useful. I mean, uh, if, if you are hearing impaired, sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I mostly, uh, and I'm sure that there are people who are like me that will use the subtitles for just clarity and focus. Yeah. Uh, you know, who, who for the most part, can still, you know, hear. Uh, but, you know, I don't know, maybe there should be an option for, you know... <laughs> Uh, closed caption for the hearing impaired and then just, uh, you know, dumb people closed caption. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's that's something that we could look into inventing. <laughs> I, think it's, I feel like it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that someone needs to get on. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, so those were, I think, my two major issues with this movie otherwise this was a hell of a good movie yeah uh i mean just the uh i i don't know that this is what i would call an issue but but it there is a definite quentin tarantino influence that i felt throughout absolutely i felt that as well uh which which was sort of distracting uh, just, you know, like, okay, this is clearly his Tarantino shot, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, 
There's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> I did notice uh, Lawrence Bender's name in the the producer credits. I think he's oh, done. Okay. Has he done all of the Tarantino movies? Maybe. Uh, believe so yes yeah so i don't i don't know if that if that's just a coincidence or like like he was he was attracted to the movie because of its tarantino-esque qualities maybe uh you know it's possible or or they could have just sought him out uh who knows yeah uh i am looking at the director uh james samuel uh who is a a, uh i believe he's uh mostly a hip-hop artist Okay. Because uh, even uh, during one of the needle drops, uh, the the song that they played was a remix by him. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I saw he had a, a number of songs on there. I, I, did, I also saw that he's, I guess, the brother of Seal. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. Actually, kind of looking at him, I, I can I can see that. He, he doesn't have the uh, facial scarring, but... Sure. Uh, I don't think that's genetic. No, yeah. But, uh, so he's only directed two other things. One is a Jay-Z music video. <laughs> and the other is a, I, I, it looks like it's the prototype to The Harder They Fall. Oh, nice. Uh, it is called They Die by Dawn. Okay. Uh, and it uh, is a Western with uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and uh, Michael Kenneth Williams. Nice. Uh, there's, uh, a lot of the same characters, uh, you know, uh, Nat Love, uh, Bass Reeves, uh, Bill Pickett. So apparently he's had this idea for a while. All right. That's cool. Uh, but that, that was a 51 minute short. So, uh, clearly it's something that he's been living with and, and has been wanting to develop and, and, uh, maybe that's what got the the Lawrence Bender uh, factor in there. That could be, yeah. I wonder if that if that shorter version is available to watch anywhere. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I did not look. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you mentioned Jay Z, I saw his name in the producer credits as well. Uh his real name, Sean Carter, not not Jay Z. <laughs> I'm uh I had no idea that uh, that was his real name, and yeah. I am honestly a little shocked that you know his real name. You know, I uh, I, I listen to some hip hop. All right, so yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't have expected it either, but but uh, here we are. <laughs> Look at you! Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, the, the opening scene, like Jenny was in the room for a little bit of it. That was, she, she napped for, for most of the time she was in the room, but, but, uh, that was why I had closed captions on. Yeah. Um, but the opening scene when, um, when Rufus, uh, uh, the, the, I don't, it's not a flashback cause it's just a scene. The opening scene where Rufus kills, uh, the parents of Nat. Uh, yeah. when he's a child um, it was intense that, it was intense it it had a real it felt very inglorious bastards to me like it reminded me a lot of the opening sequence of inglorious bastards with the uh, uh Lanza or whatever yeah. his name is in the in the shack 
Yes. Um, so yeah, and and then yeah, just the 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 scene after that in the church felt very like Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's I, I feel like a lot of a lot of Tarantino. But but I don't know. Like I, I was thinking about it too. I don't know how much of it is like oh this is this is like Tarantino, or this is pulling from the same influences that Tarantino has been pulling from forever. Like I I don't know how much of that, how much of of either of those things is really true. I I mean at the risk of of making us both feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine, do it. <laughs> Tarantino has had a career for nearly 30 years now. I know, fucking he hell. is an influence. <laughs> <laughs> that is primarily, he's known as an influencer, yeah. <laughs> I follow him on TikTok, he's great. <laughs> I can't wait to get some of those Pulp Fiction NFTs. <laughs> with secrets from the characters. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you doing, Quentin? Is this, this a real thing? This is a real thing, yeah. Like, he was, uh, was going to be auctioning auctioning these uh, NFTs, like, an, an NFT per character uh, that includes, like, information about the characters that, that has never been revealed before. And and I read, I read earlier this week that Miramax is suing over it. <laughs> Like, because uh, they own Pulp Fiction, so... Yeah. None of this is good. No, none of it. None of it's good. No. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, you've, you've just broken my soul joe oh no i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know if you knew that david lynch was getting into nfts as well oh for fuck's sake i'm sorry <laughs> you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain <laughs> i know you don't like that movie but it got some things right yeah it did <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna sit here quietly for the rest of this episode. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the the plot of the movie is fairly straightforward. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a revenge western, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so so the movie actually starts with with text. <laughs> Uh, that's a, it's a fictional story, uh, but all the characters are real. Right. Uh, and, and, uh, they are. Um, and I liked, I mean, I don't, I don't think I needed that. Uh, I understand why it's there, uh, just because I would say, you know, the majority of people who might watch this movie uh might not have any clue that uh you know there were black cowboys right uh but but uh i I like the fact that it sort of plays on you know 
like like the countless westerns where you know Billy the Kid or Jesse James shows up and, and does you know fantastical shit, right? Uh, you know, and builds up their legend uh, to to what we think of them as uh, you know today, and, and there really isn't that for you know the the black you know cowboys outlaws and and lawmen of of the the western era uh and i i really appreciated that in this movie uh like i definitely i've heard of bass reeves you know and and uh like there was a dollop episode about him uh and you know he was featured heavily on the the watchman uh tv show as well right uh and uh, but you know, I I didn't know about any of these other people for sure, uh, and and it's all fiction. But you know, it was a fun, dark movie uh, that that uh, really played well with all the you know tropes that we know of of westerns. Uh, and and other than my complaints that I listed earlier, you know, it's. There is, I think this is a really solid movie. I think there is a great movie in here. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, yeah. I I think even even within the the movie that there is, even even the the stuff that could have maybe been trimmed, uh, the performances are all really compelling. Oh, absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, this this I think maybe is the only thing other than the finale of Loki that I've seen Jonathan Majors in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's great. Like it makes me want to want to seek out other stuff that he's done. Like I know he was on Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he is like <clears throat> so. Him getting cast as as uh, Kang in the Marvel Universe, uh, based on the strength of him in Lovecraft Country, absolutely warranted. The guy is a fucking star in the making. Uh, and Lovecraft Country absolutely showcases that. But, boy, it's a bad TV show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, like He's fantastic. Uh, uh, I forget the girl's name. Uh, it's a Journey Smollett. Yeah. Uh, she's great in it. Uh, you know, Kenneth Williams is in it. He's fantastic. Um, but, but overall the show is just kind of junky and stupid. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about what it's about. It's based on the novel. Uh, it's written by a white guy, Uh, but, but, you know, it's supposed to be sort of a, uh, uh, you know, paralleling of, of, you know, black history, you know, through the 50s uh, with, you know, uh, Lovecraft, you know, uh, stories. Okay. Uh, But, like, at least in the TV show, like, you know, H.P. Lovecraft was an actual person who wrote stories, you know, uh, but at the same time, like, these monsters and weird shit exist uh you know it's 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 bizarre okay uh, but it's like like there's like 
three or four really strong episodes, and then the rest are just like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) So my my question is, does it end on a cliffhanger, or is it a satisfying ending? Because I know it's not coming back. Yeah, uh... It... It ends... Uh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's satisfying, but, but it ends. <laughs> okay, alright. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> maybe if, if we're, if we're looking for a show on a Sunday to binge through, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, that, the first episode is great, and it, like, you could watch it and be like, yeah, I, I am on board for this, and then, like, by episode three, you're just like, yeah. When that's over. <laughs> There's seven more episodes. God. <laughs> we are so spoiled for television. We really are. Uh, but, but you know, like I said, uh, he is fantastic in that show. And you can definitely see why, you know, people are, are would make a big deal about him. Because he's great. And yeah. he's so good in this movie. <laughs> Uh, like, I mean, all the performances in this movie are pretty great. Like, like even, I would say, the worst one is still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't even know who the worst one is. Maybe Jim, who gets shot in the face. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. He's, he's, he's a little over the top, but I think that works for his character. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I like that, that Delroy Lindo just doesn't seem like he gives a fuck, which is perfect. <laughs> Yeah. It's so good. Oh, yeah. The, the, he, he is fantastic. Idris Elba is great. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the two women are... They could have been given more to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there could have been more women, period, in this, honestly. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of the characters, there's no reason that they couldn't have been have been women. But, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Western uh, tropes. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but, but like I said earlier, you know, like, like uh, Stagecoach Mary essentially gets written out of the movie for, like, a third of it. Yeah. Uh, and is just imprisoned and beaten. And they have to go and save her. It's just like she feels like she would be a much more uh, you know, formidable character. So yeah. not just be captured. Uh, or, or need saving. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, yeah, it's long, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could see myself watching it again, actually. Just like yeah. having it on. Cause, cause, because yeah, it's, it's like it, like I said before, it's beautifully shot. And I, I feel like just sort of, I don't know, may, maybe it's just cause I think of Westerns as like Sunday afternoon, <laughs> Sunday afternoon entertainment. So, like, I could see myself watching this on a Sunday afternoon and not yeah, not you know. being upset. <laughs> Maybe that goes back to to what I was saying about just you know the the role that westerns played in in our childhood. Exactly. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, but here, like, we, we actually get quality. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely better than any average episode of Bonanza. <laughs> hey, I won't, I won't hear that. <laughs> that Bonanza slander. I have to call my friends Dalton and Mutt. Uh, I was disappointed this episode, this movie did not have a burning map in the beginning of it. Uh, oh. Also, no love interests were killed. Right. <laughs> I mean, thank God. Actually, I was I was concerned. Yeah, that that, I mean, that Mary that was, was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man what's uh what's bringing you joy this week oh boy that is a question for sure <laughs> uh you know what um uh john carpenter movies all right uh you know i've been listening to the the blank check podcast and and i'm catching up to to what their current miniseries is finally uh they are reviewing all of the john carpenter filmography um even before this uh during during you know i don't i I don't like saying you know back during the pandemic because it's still happening right uh but but in i guess the core of the pandemic (laughs) And also because, you know, I kept fucking working, so it didn't matter. Right. Uh, but, you know, I wasn't quarantined. Uh, but, you know, all my friends were, and I couldn't see them. So I watched a shit ton of John Carpenter movies throughout the pandemic. <laughs> uh, and so now that I'm caught up to, to the podcast, uh, I've been watching the ones that... Uh, you know, I just didn't get around to watching and that I have not seen in forever or just haven't seen period. Okay. Uh, uh, and, uh, so, so in the last couple days I have watched, uh, uh, the thing, uh, Starman and big trouble in little China. Uh, and they are fucking great. Nice. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's weird because like prior to last year, like I didn't really think much of John Carpenter at all. Like I just felt like he was just kind of a hacky director. Okay. Uh, like, like I did not like Halloween the first time I ever saw it. Uh, I did not like escape from New York and I'll be honest. I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, I mean, he's made a couple of, you know, clunkers. Yeah. Uh, but, like, just, just revisiting, you know, his filmography, you know, over the last couple of years, uh, just realized just what an absolute solid filmmaker he is and how many of his movies I actually like. And the fact that I actually own, like, you know, 10 of his movies on Blu-ray, which I think is more than any other director. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And just, you know, not necessarily, you know, like I sought them out. It was just like, oh, hey, it'd be cool to have this, you know? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And then it just built up. Uh, So, yeah. So, John Carpenter is bringing me some joy this past week. That's awesome. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think the only John Carpenter movie, I'm I'm trying to scroll through the movies that he's directed now. I think the only one I've seen is Halloween. Mm. Um, so that's definitely a, a blind spot for me. Like, I know I, Assault on Precinct 13 is one that I've wanted to watch for a while. The Thing I've, I've wanted to watch for a while. So, the, yeah, the, I, the I, I, I is... may end up... Oh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I may end up uh, uh, picking a John Carpenter movie here and there for the podcast at some point. I'm absolutely on board with that idea. Uh, I, I will highly recommend The Thing to you. It is a stone-cold masterpiece. Nice. Uh, and uh, I also think that you would probably love Starman. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and, and that is... Uh, uh, definitely his uh, softest movie. <laughs> uh, like it's it's just a straight up you know romantic movie that also just happens to be a kind of a sci fi movie. Nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I love I love Jack Knight, so I'm sure I'd be into that. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was I was looking something up about Starman the movie, and one of the Google images is just like a picture of Jeff Bridges' face, but with the DC comic Starman logo. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, I remember. No, it was uh, uh, so they made a Starman TV series okay. uh, after the movie came out, uh, starring Robert Hayes uh, from Airplane. Okay. Uh, but you know, it's essentially the same premise as the movie, uh, and so I was looking to see if like it had ever been released or if it's streaming anywhere. And somebody put out a bootleg uh, DVD uh, set, uh, and they used uh, the the DC Comics logo for the. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I assume you bought that. Oh no. <laughs> Not on a chance. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, what about you, sir? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, comics were delayed this week. Were they? They uh, At least they were here. Okay. Uh, the the diamonds uh, hack plus uh, I supply Sorry, chain. Di- diamond got Diamond got hacked last week. Okay. Uh, did you not hear about that at all? No. Yeah, there was like a ransomware attack. Wow. Like all, all of their stuff was down for over a day, I think. Huh. Uh, while they got that sorted out. Um, but as a result, I guess just a bunch of shipments from from certain warehouses were delayed. Um, I don't I don't know how they're connected, but they were. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I won't be able to get new comics until probably this weekend. <laughs> so really, it's been a shitty week. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's it's fine. <laughs> this the sun has been out a few times this week, which has been nice. Yeah. Uh, even if it gets dark at four o'clock and I get tired. Sure, you're a sleepy guy. I'm a, I'm I'm just all tuckered out from a hard day. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. 
Yeah, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I'm struggling to come up with anything. I'll be honest. I'm sorry, bud. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, sometimes, sometimes a week is just a week. Yeah, I, yeah, I got some comics. Uh, I got uh, the the uh, Ed Brubaker Marco Spartan trade for Friday Volume One. Nice. Uh, looking forward to reading that. Uh, which I could have read for free at any point in time, but I paid <laughs> money for it like a big boy. I, you know, I bought them digitally as well. I paid money for those as well. So, but it's pay um, what you want, and I don't want to pay anything. That's you know, that's fair <laughs> for for digital anyway. Sure, I you know, I I throw them a couple bucks at least. <laughs> well, I bought the trade, so <laughs> somebody's getting paid down the line, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. Image is probably taking most of that, but yeah, definitely. Well, that's fine. <laughs> they did all the hard work. That's true. So support the comic work workers union, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Speaking I mean, of people at Image doing hard work. Yeah, you know what? Yes. <laughs> support unions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. Nothing more to say there. <laughs> No, I was I was just putting that out there. That wasn't okay. a joke. That nope. was that was serious. That absolutely one hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, I also got the uh, uh, so there's a Peter Milligan Duncan Figueredo series that Vertigo series that came out in the nineties called Enigma. Yeah. Uh, they they've released a a very very nice hardcover edition of that through dark horse uh that just came out this week uh at least at bookstores not comic stores because mm. yeah nice <laughs> uh and uh, that is a series that i love so much uh and i have bought like if i'm like you know dollar bin diving or whatever if i see a set i will buy it <laughs> And just give it to people because it's such a good series. That's awesome. Uh, and so I am glad that there is now a, a, a definitive hardcover edition and has like tons of Duncan Figueredo uh, sketches and, and, and work progress and, and stuff like that in the back. And it's 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 pretty nice. I like it. <laughs> well, thanks for for bragging about the comics you got when I can't get them yet. I really appreciate that. Hey, you're very welcome. I also uh, did some dollar bin shopping too, so you know. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got I've got Emerald City Comic Con coming up here in a couple weeks. I'm I'm hoping to do some good dollar bin diving while I'm there. Oh yeah, I got a I've I've got a list formulating for you. So excellent, excellent. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if if you want me to not brag, I can tell you that I bought way more Shadowhawk comics this past week than <laughs> any human being should ever do. Yeah, why why why'd you do that to yourself? I don't know. <laughs> not only that, uh, one of them entirely drawn and written by Rob Liefeld. Oh wow! Yep, amazing. Yep. <laughs> oh boy and, and that one had a pinup by Matt Groening what that's incredible actually <laughs> that that is not a combination I was expecting it was Bart dressed as Shadowhawk spectacular <laughs> oh wow 
Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to imagine what a uh, Matt Groening penciled Rob Liefeld inked drawing would look like. <laughs> it's not good, that's for no. sure. Yeah. I mean, Rob Liefeld doesn't ink. <laughs> that's true. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, should I pick a movie for next time? Yeah. I mean, did, did my description of comics bring you any joy? <laughs> It it uh, that Enigma series sounds really cool, and and uh, most Dark Horse collections end up on Hoopla uh, uh, within that... within a week or two of their release. So maybe I'll check that out on on Hoopla. So that, that did bring me some joy. Thank you. There you you're very welcome. <laughs> uh, do you want to watch uh, a movie that is over fifty years old? uh over 40 years old or uh like 20 years old uh so like 20 years old would be like 2000s right yeah like early 2000s you know let's go for that i feel like that's uh uh a time period that we we don't play around in much okay all right uh, this is a movie that I've been interested in seeing for a long time since it came out, but I've just never gotten around to watching it. Uh, I believe it came out in 2004. Okay. Uh, it is called Collateral. Oh. Uh, the, the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx movie directed by, I believe, Michael Mann. Yes. Uh, odd. Odd. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I actually have seen this movie. I, I saw it on my birthday with my mom when it came out. That's awesome. Uh, and also just bought it on Blu-ray yesterday. What? <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> so happily, yes, I will awesome. absolutely watch Collateral. <laughs> it's on HBO Max if your Blu-ray doesn't work for some reason. Okay, good to know. <laughs> Because sometimes I'm too lazy to get up to the shelf. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes uh, Jenny will want to watch something, but it's not available streaming. But we have it on DVD, so I'll get up and do it, and she'll be like, "Why are you doing that?" Because you want to watch this, but it is not the most convenient way possible. Yeah. Uh, yesterday my, my lady friend was over and, uh, it was my turn to pick the movie that we watch and I gave her two choices and, uh, one was streaming, the other was not, and she picked the one that wasn't. So I had to get up from the couch and she's like, where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought of a thing that's bringing me, that made me happy this week. Oh, goody. Uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, I was I was very excited to watch that again on Disney Plus, uh, and and I think I even liked it more the second time than I liked it the first time I saw it. That's good. And and Jenny uh, also really enjoyed it. So also yeah. good. Uh, I I watched it uh, last Thursday night, uh, Friday morning, whatever the hell. Right. Uh, and and it was enjoyable. I, I you know I was very entertained by it. Uh, definitely. Not the best Marvel movie, but but thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, far far from the worst, I would say. Yeah, uh, I just I, I, I find uh, Simu Liu very charming. He is very charming. So the whole, the whole movie was pretty charming. Yeah, 
uh, uh, a friend of mine watched it uh, like the next day and uh, like texted me in the middle of it and was like, uh, boy, I love Ben Kingsley. And I was like, ooh, I forgot he was in that. And I had just watched it. <laughs> I had actually forgotten he was in it, too. So it was it was like a nice surprise. I feel nice. like all of I feel like all of his scenes were reshoots. <laughs> like we need we need something more in here. Yeah. Like there, there's a bunch of shots of him when they're in just by himself. Uh, yeah, just by himself or yeah, or yeah. with or with uh whatever the name of his dog thing was. Morris. Morris, thank you. God, I'm sorry. Remember Morris. <laughs> remember Ben Kingsley. <laughs> No, I didn't remember Morris either. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered him. Uh, I mean, I knew of his existence and was sort of waiting for it throughout the whole movie because uh, uh, my, my 11-year-old best friend Crichton got a Shang-Chi uh, Lego set that had Morris in it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he kept questioning, what is this thing? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It's not in the comics. <laughs> Uh, quick question for you. Yes. Uh, have you seen The Eternals yet? I have not seen The Eternals yet. Okay. Uh, so just just a quick tangent uh, before we wrap up. I went to the movie theater. And I wow. saw Eternals. Nice! <laughs> uh, how, did, how did that feel for you? Uh, you know what? Movies are back, baby. Just like Vin <laughs> Diesel told us. <laughs> As the the guy who sat a seat away from me coughed throughout the entire thing, and when he wasn't doing that, he was on his phone. Uh, the two guys in front of me were on their phone and talking. Uh, and somewhere else in the theater, there was a, an entire family that brought all the plastic in the world uh, oh God. To, to play with and open uh, during the movie entirely. Uh, the very overlong very bad possibly my new worst uh, marvel movie oh no <laughs> oh no movies are back movies are back i'm sorry uh, to hear that i i am uh, very interested to talk to you uh, whenever you you do get a chance to see eternals uh because i i have thoughts i need to, <laughs> to, to discuss with people okay all right but but i am very glad to see that marvel has finally made their dc movie <laughs> i did yeah i think the the review for the beat uh the person who reviewed it compared it to the snyder cut of justice league <laughs> but i he did it in a positive way but when i read that i was like oh <laughs> okay I mean, having seen both, the Snyder Cut is far superior to Eternals. Oh, no. <laughs> it's also twice as long. <laughs> uh, but yet, Eternals felt longer. <laughs> That's too bad. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. It's all right. But yeah, uh, hit me up whenever you go see that. I will do <laughs> if, that. If you do that, yeah. Or, or are you just going to wait for Disney Plus? I don't know. I haven't right. decided on that one yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next week, Collateral. Yeah. The, the Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise the thriller. <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> sure is. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.